eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I'm Lawrence Holmes, a.k.a. Loho. Glad that you are listening to the podcast today. Today's podcast is a lot of fun. Whenever I get together with Charles Tillman, it is always a good time. And today doesn't disappoint. So here's the thing. Charles and I talked for about 40 minutes. Some of the really cool like football stuff I'm going to keep for the show on the air. But one of the football items inside here is Charles Tillman talking about Eddie Jackson. If you didn't know, Charles holds the record in Bears franchise history with nine defensive touchdowns, and he passed Mike Brown to get the record. After two years of playing with the Bears, Eddie Jackson already has five. So we spent some time talking about that and talking about what he thinks of Eddie Jackson. You already heard what Ed Reed said about Eddie, that he thinks that if Eddie stays on the pace that he's on, that we could be looking at a Hall of Fame safety here. The other reason that that Charles came in is because he's doing something very cool for his Cornerstone Foundation. Charles is built a rowboat. Yes, that is 100% correct what I said. He built a rowboat, and he's going to row the boat across Lake Michigan. He's going to start in St. Joseph, Michigan, and end up at Soldier Field. And he's doing it because he's trying to raise money for his Cornerstone Foundation, which does an incredible job of taking care of the families of of sick children. And it's been a mission that Charles and his wife, Jackie, have been on for a very long time, and they've helped a lot of families. So inside this conversation, you're going to hear Charles explain exactly why he has a rowboat now and how this is going to work. I got roped into this thing, too. I'm not getting on the water and rowing with him, but I had the the experience of rowing against Charles at Orange Theory, and it did not go well for me. So this is us talking about a little bit of football and a lot of rowing. Charles built a boat. Here's why. What the hell are you doing, Charles? Why would you build a rowboat? I don't know, man, trying to bring awareness to uh, childhood cancer, specifically neuroblastoma, and my foundation of Cornerstone, which is trying to, you know, help these families out here, greater Chicago area, help them with their, uh, help them with resources to uh, 
just get by, man. There's a lot of people out there that have some problems financially uh, when their kids get sick, and they're just they're just kind of stuck. And Cornerstone, we come in and and we don't just try to help the 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 patient, the sick child. We try to be a resource and help the entire family. And I love it. I've I've said it since day one, man. If you've never helped a complete stranger, try doing it. You'll have a blast. I mean, there's no other feeling like helping just somebody in need. And it doesn't have to be financial. It could be picking them up something from the store, taking them somewhere, watching their kids, just just helping somebody out. How long did it take you to build a boat? And wait, did you know how to build a boat? So we started building the boat uh, just uh, sometime in January. No, I didn't know how to build a boat. Uh, my rowing partner, Jake Beckley, who represents or it has the, the Beckley Foundation, he's more of the, the boat guy. And he's not even a boat guy. He's a, like an executive at Fusion, which is a, a marketing company. He's the Mel Gibson of what women want. That's what he does. That's his nine to five, the Mel Gibson of what women want. You know, he has these huge projects that he runs and production, you know, filming and just digital content and whatever. So, but he's he's smart. He can do, he does that. He codes. I mean, just I mean, he's a jack of all trades. He he does he does everything. Built the boat. So we kind of used his design, built this boat, and yeah, we we got it from just a, a flat piece of wood, and from that point on, we curved it, nailed. Glued, sand, epoxy, gel coat, paint, and yeah, now we got a full-fledged boat, about 25 feet long. I thought I saw that you guys have taken it out at least once, right? Oh, we've taken it out several times. We had it up um, this past weekend. We were at Winthorpe Harbor rowing, and funny story, we I had my drone, and I was trying to fly my drone on the water. We're in the middle of Lake Michigan. And I'm not the best drone pilot, but I, I you know, I, I dab and dib a little bit. So we fly it. I realized I didn't have a SIM card in it like a dummy. So I try to land it and trying to land it because you're actively moving and he's trying to hold us in position and the currents. I mean, long. Did it, you it, lose the drone? I did not lose the drone. I did not lose the drone. I grabbed it, but I mean, it just showed me how how much of a G I am. You know, I got I got <laughs> skills. I got game. <laughs> I did not lose a drone. So the goal is to go across Lake Michigan? Yeah, so we're going um, September 2nd. We're going to start in St. Joseph, Michigan, and row to Burnham Harbor. Oh, great. Burnham Harbor, downtown. I mean, good finish, you know, just a soldier feel, you know. It's perfect. Perfect. But yeah, we're going to go uh, September 2nd and finish September 3rd. That's, that's, that's the plan. That's the plan as of now. Hopefully, God willing, weather, nothing happens. Yeah, it should take us about 15 to 20 hours to do the row. I rode with you over at Orange Theory, and I am uh, I'm amazed at what you're getting ready to do. And the way that you went about like just the practice of it, to me, seems a little crazy. So it was 2,000-meter rows, and if you're in good shape, you can do it in seven minutes. Under seven, correct. Under seven. I did A44, just to give everyone an idea of how bad. And I've felt so bad about it that I went and rode last week. Yeah. At my own gym, and I got it down to eight fourteen. Okay, so I felt a lot better about that. The fact that you did back to back to back circuits, MJ style, baby. Oh my god! Like, yeah, it was crazy, and it, it's it was fun. It was a challenge, but I don't know. I, I, I like challenges. So yeah, my first row 
was like 620, then 630, then a 640 or something like that. Because with each row, I got a little bit slower because 2,000 meters in under seven minutes, like you're, it's a sprint. It's like running an 800. I mean, you're, you're giving everything you got. And yeah, my lungs feel good. I, I feel like I'm in shape. Well, obviously, I mean, you're, you, you've taken it very seriously since you were a, a rookie about being in shape, but it's such a different discipline. It is. It's a boring discipline. Distance is terrible. Endurance training is terrible. I absolutely hate it. I have, if you look at, at my rowing machine at my house right now, I row outside to kind of give it the, the outdoor feel. And I put a bunch of clothes on, tights, sweats, sweat jacket, because I like to get uncomfortable. And when I'm uncomfortable and hot and miserable, the only thing I want to do is quit. But I do that to get my to get comfortable being uncomfortable, you know, and I'm bored. After like 20 minutes, I'm like, all right, I got to do something else. So I, I have literally watched the entire season of Game of Thrones already, like every season. I've already watched it, and I just row. I'll just put my little my little. I stick it to the the head of my um my rowing machine, and just I'll watch a movie. This morning, I watch Endgame. That's good. Three hours. Yeah, I just I'm I have to do something. Like I'm not even tired. It's just like I can't sit here and row. I'm bored. So what are you gonna do on the water? Uh, a movie. Like here's the thing about if you're in the water, like you're out in the water, so you have to you have to finish. It's like running ten miles on a treadmill. Can you really do it? You can, but it's boring. Right. You'd rather run from here to damn the Michigan down Lakeshore Avenue or something like that. So it I can I can do that. To me, I think that's easier than just sitting and just rowing for two, three hours at a time. It's just like I'm so bored. I'm not I'm tired, but I'm not tired. So how did you come to the the why did you choose this? Like what what was it about rowing? Okay, Jake. I went to one of his. Uh, we went to one of his foundation. Uh, excuse me, one of his charity events, and he and his wife they have been supporting me since day one with um with our foundation. So I'm trying to show the love, support him back, show him some love, and we were talking, and he said, "Yeah, I I I did this row once, and I don't think he finished it. I think he, yeah, I think he finished it, but he did it in like 2016." And he's like, it was the toughest thing. It was the hardest thing I've ever done. It was terrible. It took me 20 hours, blah, 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 blah. You know, the, he tells this crazy story about the muscles in his neck and his, 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 his hands were all raw and just blisters and everything. And then I, and he said, I would never do it again. I said, all right, well, look, by the end of the night, I said, hey, man, if you ever want to do it again, I'll do it with you. Just like that. And my wife got mad because I never – cleared it with her she's like you and you know your decisions you just you just go and do stuff and I was like I know but this is for charity and then he kind of thought about it we talked about it you know for maybe a month or so and he's like are you really serious and I think he thought I was foolish you know what and I said no man I'm serious if you want to build a rowboat I'm I'm with you I'm 100 I'm in we can start from scratch but I'm telling you right now I know nothing about Boats, I'm not a handyman, I'm not a carpenter. Like I absolutely I'm terrible with my hands. I can punch people or punch footballs, but other than that, if you tell me how to do something, I'll do it. And I'll I will build a rowboat with you and we can row across Lake Michigan. And he's like the training and the hey, I, I played 13 years in the NFL. I know how to train. I'll be okay. I'm good. And yeah, we came January. Uh we we start building this boat and that's just kind of what I've done the last 
six months was just build this boat. Did he do the row in 16 by himself? He did it. He did it all by himself. Okay. All right. Well, then, great. You doing it with him. Yeah. I, I, I Okay. All right. Now I'm less concerned. I was really concerned that, like, he had done this with a partner before. And, like, this – okay, so the both of you in the boat, I, I think this is going to make it a lot easier – put that in quotes – a lot easier right. because right. he's done it by himself. So the fact that the two of you are there, okay. Because I was sitting here going, what is Charles? Like, what is he doing? Right. Especially after going through that rowing session with you. I'm like, this is impossible. And and I kept thinking about all of your training, like with your hands. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how good is, is it that you do have the strong hands when it comes to rowing, it's not even about having strong hands. You can have little hamburger hands and you can <laughs> still do a good job of rowing. It's really just about the legs. It's like 80% leg. Because you're pushing off. You're pushing off. Your hands are just so when you're pushing off, I'm, if I'm pushing back, my arms are just straight the whole way. And as I get to the end of my legs, um, extension. extension or locking out. Then I pull to like the lower part of like my my abdomen or like my stomach, the top part of my stomach. That's it. Everything is just leg, leg, leg. And when I row, honestly, my hamstrings and my glutes are the first things. Excuse me, are the first things that um that have been sore. So I've really tried to focus on glute hams just to to, to get those strong. Okay. All right. So. Weather permitting, this is going down September second. It's going down September second. So if people, Labor Day, if people want to donate, how can they? Rowforkids.com, and that's row r o w the number four kids.com, and it's sixty five miles. We're looking. We have a campaign going on, and we're trying to get six hundred and fifty people to donate sixty five dollars. And as of today, I think we have. 40 people that have donated. So again, we're looking for 650 people to donate 65 bucks to help us trek it across Lake Michigan. And I've been to St. Joseph. It's actually like we go to Berrien County, Michigan quite a bit because from the south side, you jump on the Skyway, you can be there in less than an hour. Uh, Never been there. Really? Never. Yeah. Well, you, you got Well, you'll be leaving it. But the Soldier Field thing is super cool. Yeah. Like the fact that you're going to be able to kind of dock into into Soldier Field, like that's that's almost poetic. It is kind of in a in a in a sense in a way. And initially, I thought we were going to do like Montrose Harbor, but the more I thought about, it, I was like, man, when we're tired and we're done, I'm going to want to be at dock at the first thing in the city. And Burnham Harbor is like one of the closest. You know, spots downtown, easy to get to. So I was like, you know, screw Montrose Harbor. Let's just go to Burnham. It's a hell of a lot closer. Oh, for sure. You don't want to be rowing away from downtown. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. you get to downtown, and you're like, we made it. And you're like, no, we need to keep going. We got to go an seven extra miles. seven miles. Yeah, I don't want to. I do not want to do that. Do not want to do that. Can we talk a little football for a second? Yeah. What makes Eddie Jackson good at what he does? instincts uh of where the ball is going to be uh that's what made mike brown so good he was just always around the ball and i th- i think he has uh a knack of just knowing where to be how to read the quarterback how to break downhill he covers a lot of ground 
And I think more importantly is when the ball's in his hand, he's not, to him, an interception, it's not good enough. It's, no, we have to score. I would have loved to have played with him in in my heyday because he has the same mentality that Coach Smith, Coach Rivera, Coach Babbage, Coach Wilkes, he has that same mentality that those coaches used to preach. Yo, it's not good enough just to get the interception. We're going to raise the bar. We're going to raise the ante. We have to score. And that was kind of what, what we that was what we did. And it was, yo, we got the pick. No, no, no. And if if you watch the film when we played, it was you'd be running to the ball and then we get the pick, and then all of a sudden you would see everybody turn into like an offensive lineman and start blocking and I think with Eddie Jackson, I don't think he need the DBs because he's, you know, he's a he's a shifty defensive guy, and you know he can bob in and out and weave in and out, and you know he knows how to read. Uh, he reads his block fairly well, so yeah, I I see him breaking my record. I see him breaking it too. I didn't think that he'd get there this quick, but yeah. he's. I see him breaking it, and I don't. I'm I, I'm not I'm not for one to talk about stats when guys are super young and. I don't like to jinx it. I just I, I I was a guy who just I liked it to happen. So I'm just saying I think he has the potential to do it and I think records are made to be broken. So hey, I tip my hat to him if he if he gets it.